0: And may he continue to be a supporter of Torah and all holy projects. Amen. Amen. Today's da'af has been dedicated by Mr. Victor Gindi for continued Hatsalacha in all his uh, endeavors, continued success, health, happiness, and all good things. Amen. Today's daf is being studied by the Abraham ben Esther. And the word God will be given in the name Amen. And the message Yosef ben Sarah. And Hamim ben Adel, Sarah Batrachael. And we are going to begin today's daf on the Nunchet Amud Lishon. And we are four lines from the top. Rabbi Telfon Omer, notnin la going to we learned in our Mishnah that a betulah, After she's married I should say engaged For 12 months From the time of the Tibi'ah, from the time that he proposes To her, so he has 12 months To marry her, after those 12 months Already she starts receiving mezonot, and if The husband is a Kohen And she is uh, let's say Back to Israel for practical purposes She can start eating Terumah and Rabbi Tarfon's opinion was Not only could she start eating Tiruma, But he can give her All her salary All her mizonot in Terumah And it's her problem What's her problem? Because part of the month she's Timi'ah So she's going to have to go out now And sell the Terumah uh, Because she can't eat it with Betumah And she'll buy Hunin with it And uh, that'll be her mezonot So you'll have to give the whole salary of mizonot In Tiruma. So the Gemara says, bebat kohen kohen. This whole machloket, whether you give her half Teruma or half and half mezonot, or you give her full terumah, that was only talking about where a bat kohen is marrying a kohen. Which means a bat kohen already is accustomed to be eating Tiruma. She ate Tiruma before she got married, before she got engaged. She ate Tiruma in her father's house. And therefore she's accustomed of knowing how to deal with bituma She knows when, it, when she comes to how she sells the terumah So she's accustomed to that So in that case over there Then Rabbi Tarfon allowed to give the whole thing terumah So since she's a bat kohen, we're not worried that she's going to get uh, uh, You know, confused Because she, she always eats terumah and she has terumah So she'll know what to do Aval, bebat Yisrael la kohen However, if she's a bat Israel, that's not accustomed to eating tiruma And she gets engaged to the Kohen, everybody holds 50-50. Why? Because since she's not accustomed to be eating tirumah, so we don't want to challenge her. So therefore, we give her 50 tirumah, 50%, and she'll eat that when she's tawara. And uh, during the Timeah times of the month, we give her hulim gives another very important uh, rule. <coughs> this whole Mahloket over here between the bittafon and the rabbis—how much tulumay you give her—that's mahloked dafka by an arusa where she's engaged and she is a bat so kohen. She needs both things: bat kohen, that we established already. Now she was only only during a uh, time of engagement. Why? Because at the time of engagement, she's still living by her parents, her father's house. And therefore, he'll help her. She'll go home to her father's house with the tirumah. She'll say, you know, Dad, I'm uh, to me at this time of the month. The father who's a queen will help us sell the Uh, tiruma. uh And therefore, uh, you can give her all tirumah according to the beta Because she's still an arusa. So the father uh, will help us sell it. But let's say she's nisua. Let's say she gets married. Okay, and we're talking about a case of it where let's say... Uh, she separated from the husband, so the husband is sending her, uh, mezonot, sending her. I don't they're living together in this case of the She says, matter, he has to send her mizonot to the house, but basically she's alone. or because she doesn't have anybody to help her sell the, uh, teruma, so everybody agrees it's 50-50. Tanya and have a to support these two conditions that we just said on the Mishnah. That's the first that she said says the whole thing she gets paid in But or Akiva says fifty-fifty. 50 this is only talking about what, where it's a bat kohen. Like we said, it's a custom that anybody eating tiruma betumah, meaning she knows that she has to sell it, then buy chodin. She's accustomed to this kind of a bat to sell kohen, but she's a bat to sell that's not accustomed to eating teruma at all. Everybody says that it's got to be fifty-fifty. This is only the one arusa, which means she still has a connection to her father's house. She's a bat kohen; she can go home. Her father will help her sell the teruma in order to buy. Ah, she's married, meaning she's living alone after she gets married with her husband, sending her her The Gemara brings the continuation of the braita. So we have, let's review this He comes along and breaks up the proportion differently, he says two-thirds one third that's how you give it out, not 50-50 so the Mahashal explains uh, where, where do you get this from so he says like this, because normally a lady, how, how many days of the month is she's temeah? says so let's say on average she sees do it for three days after she sees do it for three days she has to wait zayin Niki'in, she's temeah ten days of the month That's one third of the month, so therefore divide the tiruma according to the days of Tum'a and therefore two thirds Tiruma for the for the twenty days that she's still around. One third the uh, cholin to the ten days that uh, she is Temea. fourth shita rebuyudah omim nutein na hakol tenuma, which sounds like like Telephone. You give her all tenuma vhi mocheret vlokachat vdamim cholin and she sells and uh, she buys cholin uh, with the money so that she is bothered with this question. Look at that she that she says, the biuda me not Ben a conteruma, ben rebiuda phone ika. There is enough coming up between the biuda and the bitaphon. The e rebitafon summotina tiruma ke de mesonotea. Which means according to the bitaphone, you give her exactly uh, the amount of tiruma which would be equivalent to how much misonot you would give her. Let's say you give her I don't know <coughs> let's say uh talking in pounds. Let's say you're giving her uh, five pounds of misonot so you give her five pounds of, uh, uh, of terumah, let's say. Which means, even though now when she's going to sell the same poundage of terumah, she's not going to get the same money uh, as what she would have had if she would have had terumah. Because turuma is less expensive. Because she don't have too many buyers of Tirumah. And therefore, the Hadush of the Bitarfon is you just give her whatever you would have given, let's say, for Hulin, you give the whole thing in Tirumah. Even though she's end up with less. Because she would not be able to sell her Tirumah really for the same value as if she would have had Hulin. Continue that she would have Yuda, not in that Tirumah, Kishi'ud. The Biyudah argues: When you say I call teruma, you give her a little more teruma. She imbatnikah mechsa chodin lot of hot ben demem mechsmachsit from him, which means you give her the value of teruma that when she'll sell it, it'll come up to the same price as normally if she would have got. Hence, you give her a little more. Abal Torah mechidah u'tal alim kordetitat tach chodin. Everybody holds ben the Biyudah ben the B'tafon. She's got to sell. Which means one quarter to the when she's selling it, she's going to get less than the value of if it would have been holding. According to the b that she can get a little more teruma, but she's got to go out and sell it to break even to get exactly what she would have had if she had holding. And we go to the next sheet? Rabban Shimon Gamliel omers kol makom teruma says you give her twice the amount of teruma. Why? Because whenever you want a lady, or you know she's going to sell it for a choline, so the Bishamon holds that what? You want to make it easy for her. You don't even want her to go look for a customer and for a fair price and all that. So therefore, whatever um, cholin you would have given her, give her twice the amount of turuma Now it's very easier for the seller. She just sells it for whatever price she gets because she knows she has so much, she'll end up with uh, the fair amount of cholin. So the khalin says, My benayu, What's the coming up between this sheet that says you give her all turumah as well? Between the and the biodhana bit of you give her all turuma. According to this sheet that it's it's tothafa, which is the other she taught. She gotta go find customers, it's to, to get the right price. Here she has so much turumah so she don't get it, so to look for a customer and sell it for um, a price. She'll even sell it for cheap. Because if she has so much tenumah, double, then she'll end up uh, with a fair amount. Yeah, she'll do it quickly. It's not, uh, not difficult for uh, her. As she says, <inaudible> So basically, that is the uh, subject of the, uh, this last ketah over here. So if you want to just uh, c- capsulize it, the subject is like this. When the Mishnah said, you give her uh, tinumah, first of all, all tenumah is only said by Bat-Kohen. Everybody agrees by it, back to say it's 50-50. Uh, and that which we say is only when she's still arusa. but when arusa. She home. Her father will help uh, sell it and stuff like that. But if she's swash she's on her own, then uh, we don't say all uh, terumah. And we just saw some other taught over here, how you calculate it? Some say all terumah means pound for pound. Whatever holding you would have given her, you just give it to her as tiruma. Some say no. You add a little more in order when she sells, because she's going to sell it for a cheaper price, it'll equal... The amount of cholin uh, that you would have gotten, and some say you actually give a double the amount because we don't even want that to have ha when she's making the sale. The Mishnah continues. A quote from the Mishnah that is <clears> Hayavam <throat> bitlumah What's the case? Guy was married, actually, is engaged, and uh, let's say uh, he was engaged for six months for argument's sake. That was one of the cases of the Mishnah, and then he died. Okay, now she falls. To the Yavam. So we said, even though she stays another six months with this Yavam, so altogether technically she was engaged for 12 months, the Yavam is not uh, Tirumah. Only the original uh, Baal is Ma'akhil Bitruma after 12 months. Then we said, even if let's say she was uh, engaged for 12 months minus one day to the first guy, and then one day to the Yavam, so altogether you have 12 months, doesn't matter. The Yavam is never So the says, It's not a Kenyan Who eats tirumah? Anybody that's considered Kenyan Kaspo, your acquisition. Well, this girl is really not the Yavam's acquisition per se. She's really coming from the acquisition of the brother. The deceased really had the Kenyan. He's just picking up the... Uh, the Mizrahi boom So since it's not kinyan kaspo of the Yavam, cannot be machila as she points out, when the first husband dies, Paka'le kinyano. well his kinyan uh, falls away? Aval kansa. But pay attention, when the Yavam marries the lady, then of course, Then already she's his regular wife. Now you just have to know that, don't think that when a Yavam gets married to Yavamah, it's not his wife. It's considered a full-fledged wife. It's not his wife. That's why he boom. Now, We just like by a regular girl because we learned that just like kesef and shtar is ma'khil bitruma so to ha'a uh, also is ma'achil bitruma kach ma'khili bitruma when you have bi'a with the ibama it's a full-fledged wife when she just points out that for she's going to eat the now the gebra says the mishnah gave two cases six months by the, uh, the husband one. six months by the yeah. yavam and then the mishnah gave a case also actually the first case in the mishnah was Well, let's say she spent um, Actually, the same case She spent 12 months minus one day by the uh, husband And then uh, one day by the Yavam So the Yabala asks Hashtab ifnaya ba'al amart lo Which means, if you're telling me she spent The majority of her days by the ba'al 12 months minus one day And you still told me what? She doesn't ma- get to eat do you have to tell me the second case she, say she spent the majority of her days by the yeah. Yavam? Which means the Hiddush is, you tell me it's superfluous. If she spent the majority of days by the Baal, still she doesn't eat by the Yavam. So of course she can if she spent the majority of days by the Yavam. She's not so we have to tell me that case, but she spent the majority of days by the Yavam. The Mishnah is working with a style of, once I told you the first case, it did not have to tell you the second case. Once I told you if she spent the majority of days by the husband, and then uh, he died. And she spent the minority days by the uh, Baal. She doesn't eat uh, by the Yavan. She doesn't eat the Ma- all the more so if she didn't spend the majority of the days. Why did the Mishnah say? It's working with a zoo. The incident is going a zoo. once again, the first case, we didn't have to give the second case. That's the start sometimes that the Mishnah employs. Now we have a fantastic malakar over here between the she and Tosfot. must be pointed out. Tosfot in the bottom. You remember that she and the Mishnah learned, what if she spent 12 months by the Baal? Where technically she started to eat through By the ba'al Then the ba'al died and she fell to Yaboom. That she said it makes no difference The bottom line once she uh, Falls to the yabam Even if it was Twelve full months Tosfot argues Tosfot says no Once already she spent twelve months By the ba'al and she started to eat through As a result of it Then in Ikhrameh The Yavam picks up And she will eat the Terumah So we to keep that And Tosfo learns But it says Kenyan Kaspo It's not not Kenyan Kaspo So Tosfo says That's only in Asmachta. They really mean a Torah It is Kenyan Kaspo The Yavam And therefore she will eat Terumah If she started to eat by the uh, husband So I said Keep in mind Big Mahloket The 12 month case I mean if she has a proof Technically The Mishnah didn't bring that case Mishnah was created, I mean, that Tosfot has approved One, the Mishnah bring that case, now? It only brought the case 12 <laughs> months minus a day If it was 12 months, same law, bring the case of the 12 months in the big Hiddush Anyway, that's the uh, Makhluk this is Zika, right? right, This is Zikah, <laughs> there's a connection, She's really really, that Tosfot saying That what, that really there is a, 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 a Kenyan technique over here That the yavam let's say, inherits, uh, we'll say Comes the Yamanan continues Zum Shona. Let's review what the Mishnari Shona, the Mishnah Haruna was. What do we say in the Mishnah? Originally, the law is like this: after Tivi'ah for twelve months, according to the Mishnari Shona, once the twelve months pass, she starts eating tiruma. Zum Mishnayi Shona, but the Mishnah Haruna came along and said, no, not after twelve months. You only don't you don't you, you don't start eating tiruma until kinesal haHupa, until she actually enters the Hupa. So the Gemara says. <makes in> the <language> what's the uh, reason of, uh, for this takana? <speaking in the language> what's, the, what's the reason why the rabbis made a takana? Symphon. What's the symphon? You're worried that he might see a blemish and he might uh, nullify the. Symphon <speaking in the language> means to nullify. He might nullify his marriage, which means if he's allowed to eat after 12 months before the huppah. What's going to happen? She's going to start eating Terumah. Beautiful. Now they go, t-ra-hupah. He looks at her, and he sees that she has a blemish. He's going to come along retroactively in the Medvedah, the, the kiddushin. Now what's going to happen? She ended up eating Terumah unlawfully. So the reason why the rabbis changed their mind is because of Simfon. Because of the concern of bitul, so the Gemara says, "Bishtema le'ula, akhota ulas." Logic that explains the second takana was because of simfon. He says, "Very good. I understand the two the two takanot." Kamaita shemayim zegula kos bebet abia ubatrite mishum simfon. I understand the reasons of the takanot, which means the reason of the first takana, that what, why, that minat Torah. Keep in mind, minat Torah and arusa can eat Arusah, day one, once she comes Arusah, she can eat Terumah in Torah. Why did the rabbis in, in Mishnah Shona say you gotta wait twelve months? Because they were concerned that since she's in Arusah, she still goes back home to her father. Right? To the, to the house. And we're concerned what's gonna end up happening. She's gonna take some Terumah, she's gonna feed her uh, siblings. and they're not Qoanim. So therefore we understand the logic of Mishnah Shona is what? The reason why we put her twelve months, after 12 months, as was mentioned, now already the husband gives her her own uh, residence because she's feeding her. And we're not worried, she's going to go back go home to the father. And we understand Mishnah, Shinya the logic was, why they changed from that because they had the reason of Simfon. Because while the 12 month item solves the issue of going home, but it doesn't solve the issue that he might uh, see some blemish in her. So therefore, the rabbi has made a second Takana that 12 months is not enough. You only after you go into the Huppah was able to see us. So I understand, according to Ula, the logic of the two Takanot. Takanot number one put it to 12 months so she doesn't go back home to her father's house. Takanot number two was concerned about Simfon. However, so again, two lines at the bottom. The first Takanot is based on what? That we worry that they, 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 she might feed it to her siblings. Ubatrayta Takana number two Is Mishum symphon. However elal rav Shemuel Bar Yehuda LeRav Bar Yehuda Said kamaita Mishum Simfon Ubatrayta Mishum Simfon He said Both Takanot Are Mishum Simfon So the governor Comes along and says May Benayu Which means He's saying The reason why The first Takana is why they waited Twelve months Is because they're worried About the problem of Simfon And the second Takana The reason why They pushed it up To Chupash Is because they're worried About Simfon so what do you mean? It, it, why were the rabbis... What, what changed? If it was the same gizera from beginning to the end, what changed? It's, it's the same gizirah. It's, it's not a new gizirah. So why did they add uh, some time? Now, let's discuss. What's the symphon in the first case? symphon in the first case, we explained, even after 12 months. What do you mean? How does that take care of the problem of simfon? So we learned on yesterday's da'af that what we do after 12 months, before he would start feeding us, he would send the relatives. To go check her to see if she doesn't have any blemishes because she doesn't want to waste his money. He's not going to start feeding her if she's, uh, she has a blemish. Yes. So therefore, initially, you also worry about some for right. And that was what I was saying, then we upped it up to the chuppah, because of simphon. Well, the, the first reason was you, you the You solved the simphon uh, reason already. Why well, do you got to make another taqarat to push it up to the chuppah, again because of uh, simphon? So the kibarat my benayu. The bidikat The issue is over here, bidikat Which means, do you rely on inspection outside of the husband? Do you rely on family inspection? The first Mishnah holds You can rely on them And therefore after 12 months When he sends his family members to go and check her out You can rely when they come back and tell him She's okay, you can trust her Therefore start feeding her We're not worried that he's going to see something And he's going to retract we don't rely on the family. We want him to see it for himself. So, therefore, they pushed it up, up to the Hopa. So, therefore, it was both Mishum But the first Tekkara was what? We figured the family will solve it for him. She said, after 12 months, let him send the family members to go check her out, come back, report, she's okay. First Mishnah says, you know what? You can trust them. Therefore, stop feeding her to immediately. Second Shita says, no, 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 you can't rely on them. He's got to see it himself. Again, because of simfor, we're worried that the family member is going to say she's okay. He's going to see it himself say she's not okay. Now, what she ate the new ma retroactively, no good. Therefore, the mishnah Harunah says again, mishum simfor, push up the, uh, the date until the time of the. Okay, now we start the next Mishnah Now let's just discuss some of the rules over here We've got to get this clarity Once we get clarity in the way uh, we used to work in the olden days uh, With the uh, uh, ladies, Ma'asiyah uh, Dayim When she used to get married Then we'll be able to understand this Mishnah very good In the olden days Even today, husband's obligated to give his wife Mezonot Mezonot is uh, to feed, uh, to feed uh, his wife, support, uh, you know, monetarily, food and things like that. That's called mezonot. Now we're going to see in the Gemara. Some giving you a, a, a heads up what the Gemara is going to say. Is also an obligation, not an obligation, but a lady also has what's called maasiyadeah. Maasiyadeah is her work. She goes to work, she makes money. Now maasiyadeah, according to the Gemara, goes to the husband. That's the law. He gives her mezonot, and he gets her ma'asiyadayim. The gemara is going to analyze what exactly is the takana that she gets mezonot, and he gets her ma'asiyad, and how, did it, how is the takana established? One shita is going to say that, no, the original takanah is we're looking for the advantage of the lady. And therefore the rabbis initially started a takana. she gets mezonot. started with mezonot. Once they establish that she gets Mizunot for her advantage, then they said, so there shouldn't be mahloket. She gives over her maaseyadaim because the husband's in the hands, hey, and I'm feeding over here. but she keeps all her uh, keeps all the money to herself? So they would start off Mizunot lebala. No, mizonot mibbala. That the husband has to support a Mizunot Once they establish the Mizunot as a consequence. The rabbis also established that what the mahasiyah goes to the husband, so they won't be fighting. Mm-hmm. But there's another way of looking at it, the Gemara is going to say, that no. The original establishment was that the mahasiyah da'im goes to the husband. And as a result, he feeds her. What was the ikar, where did it start from? And, and this, you'll see the there'll be nafkaminot Between the, the two ways that you are, you're learning I'll give you the nafkaminah right, right away Nafkaminah will be like this If you say it was to her advantage that she's getting mizunot We're trying to help you And then we're giving you mizunot She has a right to come along and say Don't help me I don't want the mizunot I want to keep my ma'asayadine you're, you're trying to help me, you're not helping me Keep the miserot. but if you say that the original takana was no maasi goes to the husband, so she can't come along and say I want to keep it. You can't keep it. The rabbi's way to takanah goes to the husband. You get mezronot as a result. So that would be a nafkamina between what was the aikar takana. Just keep that in mind. Now, besides that, besides that, there'll be a uh, another nafkamina. Whose maasi is it? Meaning, let's say the husband comes along and wants them, says, I'm making the maasiya daim of my wife, hegdish. They want to uh, consecrate it. So the question is, whose maasiya is it? Well, if you come along and say that really the maasiya daim belongs to the wife, right? It's just that they uh, made a takana so she doesn't fight uh, to give over the mizunot uh, to the husband. So it could be the husband does not have a right to make it Like uh, this, it really belongs to the wife But if you say, no, no, the rabbi made it taqana, Goes to the husband, that's the starting point So it could be he uh, owns it And if he has a right to make it like this Then that would also be a mina. I'm gonna wait for the Gemara to see it inside There's another concept Ma'asiyah Dayim Was not unlimited That's say she makes a million dollars She's looking at all the Ma'asiyah daim There was a certain amount That the Hakamim said How much she works when I measured it, It is how much, how much thread, how much yarn she uh, can uh, can thread. Five sila'im of uh, yarn, however much work that uh, money that produces, that's considered ma'asiyah <laughs> daim Anything after that number is considered <laughs> motar. Motar is extra. Which means, let's, let's, oh, let's, let's give numbers just to make it clearer. Let's say, the ma'asiyah <laughs> daim comes to a hundred dollars. But she makes three hundred dollars. So the two hundred dollars is called motar. The establishment of the hakamim was the husband also gets the Mu'tar. He also gets the two hundred. He gets Ma'si plus the extra ending beyond that. But there's a price for the Mu'tar. To get the Mu'tar the husband accepts upon himself he's going to give her allowance of a one dinar per week. Allowance now, it's a good deal. It could be for the husband. Uh, he's getting a uh, substantial amount. And he said, listen, I'm not going to leave you with anything. I'm going to give you a, what's the one dinar a week allowance that buys the husband the uh, the motar. So he's getting a and he's getting the uh, mortar. Now, based on these hagdamot, uh, let's see if we can understand the, uh, the next mission. Now, we start. So the guy comes along, I'm making my wife's uh, you know, money, her daim the money that she gets from her work, I'm making it Igdish. So the Tanakama, the Mishnah clearly says, Harezu osa Mishnah says the doesn't hit. She continues to work and she can eat her daim, Which means it's not the husband's to make it Igdish. You see the way the Mishnah says it? She can continue working. She can eat her ma'asiyah da'yub. Which means she doesn't have to... She not, the, the rabbi's not like going to tell her, well, listen, my husband made it a You got it. It's, it's off, off limits. Not off limits. You, husband, you have no right to make your ma'asiyah of your wife higdish. That's what the Tanakhama of the Mishnah is saying. Good? Case number two in the Mishnah. Hamotar. Same case, but he did it by the Motar. He said, the extra... Money that my wife is making, the above and beyond the <laughs> malseyadaim, are zu hegdish. Hey, we came to a machloke between the meir and the Yehudan asanlar. The meir The meir says he can make the motar hegdish. So it seems the motar is in the husband's meshut. The Yehudan asanlar omir cholin. Why does it know? There's no difference between the uh, the Masiyadim or the Motar; both remain Chulin. Okay. Now we get to the Gemara. That's basically the Mishnah. There's two cases according to the way that she's learning in the Mishnah. Case number one is his Magdishti. Maasi case number two is Magdish to Motar. Tosfot learns the Mishnah a little differently. Tosfot learns the case is one big case, where he just Magdish everything, and then the Mishnah is telling us, well, the Maasi Adayim is this, and the M'otad is that. But he just did one, one Igdish. And Magdish, it's called Maasi Adayim Shil Ishti. So now you have to deal, because there's two parts of Maasi Adayim, there's Maasi and the M'otad. When she learns, no, 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 the guy is two separate stories. The first guy said just the Maasi per se, and the second case is he said the motar, okay, that's uh, Shittat Rashid. Now let's get to the game on, Amaravunah, Rav. Amarav. Ravunah said the name of Rav. Yechola Isha' Lomar L'Ba'la. A lady is allowed to tell her husband, any Nizonet ve any Osa. Right, she can come along and say, listen, don't give me Mizonot, and I want to keep my own, uh, my money for myself. It's a prerogative. As we learned, if you learn that the original Takana was to the lady's benefit, that we're giving you mizonot because we want to help you, she's able to say, don't help me. Keep your mizonot. You're you trying you try to give me advantage. I don't want your advantages. Keep your advantages and I'll keep my money. So therefore the Gemara says, kasabar must be vuna in the name of rav must hold, ki tekinu ravunah When the rabbis established mizonot to the wife, ikar was the Ikar to. It started with Mizonot. And then the Maasiyah was a consequence of the original Takana of Mizonot. Which means, the rabbis were concerned to help the lady. So sometimes a lady, her Maasiyah is not enough to, to support her. So the rabbis were concerned maybe she's not going to have enough food. She says, you know what? Husband, you must support your wife. And then as an afterthought, they said, you know what, now that he's supporting you, you know what, you better give the Maasiya a dime to him, because he's going to get all upset. Now I'm supporting you, I don't want to get anything back. So based on that, really, the Maasiya a dime really belongs to the wife. So technically, she can come along and say, Amra, any nizonit. She can come along and say, I don't want the I Mean Don't do me any favors. The any osa, ada. Good. That's the way Ravuna Amarav understands the mechanics of Mizunot and Maasiya Daim. Uh, if that's the case, Al Mishnah is a problem. Let's speak it out outside. Because what did Al Mishnah say? If the husband makes the Maasiya Daim, dish, it's not hal. Now, Lecha Ora, Lecha uh, uh, which is to say, we, we said it's Huleen. Now, uh, according to Al Mishnah, it's Mashmawat, that the Maasiya Daim is in the possession of who? That the that was in the possession of the of the wife. Because when in the possession of the husband, he would be able to make a connection. So the Gibbalah says Actually, I jumped the gun. I jumped the gun. There's a meti before that. Teknu ta'at We have another statement that says the exact opposite. That the ikar takana was Daim, Which means, the rabbis established takana number one. Masia daim goes to the husband, and as a result of that, they told them give mizonot. So it's maspas the opposite of what Avunah Amar Rav is saying. So No, Emma, teknu Flip it. Say that in the economy, it was mizonot that was established, and masia daim was a result of the mizonot. Now we can bring a proof from our Mishnah to this opinion. Why? Very simple. Who is a ma'asiyadayim really belong to a to marav? Her. Her. And therefore, when the husband makes hiknesh on ma'asiyadah, what did the Mishnah say? It doesn't work. We understand why? Because the ikar ma'asiyadayim really belongs to thee. wife. What's the proof? Proof is she's able to say, I'm keeping my ma'asiyadayim, you keep your miserot. That really shows that the the, the daim intrinsically was only given to the husband because of Evan, because we don't want him to have mahlok. But who's the really the owner of the Maasi daim? She is. If she wasn't the owner of the Mahasiya daim, she would not have the ability to say, no. I'm keeping it, and you would just keep your not yeah. So the Yabara says, I'll bring you a proof from Al Mishta. Yes. Proof. It's a proof. Yes. Hamadish <laughs> is makdish ma'asiyah daim of his wife Hare hi osa v'okheret But watch, she can continue doing the maasiya daim She can eat them, she's naked, she's not hal. Now the Gemara has to make, make, make one condition here My love benizonet You have to say the case is talking about over here Benizonet Now what does benizonet mean? Not that the husband is actually The case of the mishra Not that he's actually giving mezonot but if he was actually giving mezonot, then of course the that belongs to him. Then of course uh, the hekdesh will be hal. It means that in, he's in a position, to be that much means he has money, where he's able to support her, that she says, lazuna, uh, em which means we're talking about a case where he want, he has the ability to support her. And still, what's the Mishnah saying? That the Ma'asiyah really is in the possession of the wife to make it uh, to, that the is not going to be hal. Like Ravun Ammarav is saying. Gemara says, no law. on it. you know what I'll tell you? The case is talking about where. The husband is not in the position to support his wife. Okay, so if he's not in the position to support her wife, for sure the ma'asiyah, in that case, belongs to the mm-hmm. wife. That's why, which means, again, we want to prove him, right? So I'll tell you, the only way you can prove him is that the Mishnah is talking about a case where the husband is in a position to be mezin his wife, so therefore technically uh, he can be mezin, and still the Mishnah is saying what? He cannot uh, make Ma'asi Adai dish. That tells me what? That it's really the, the ladies Like Labuna Amarab said So must know who told you Maybe I'll tell you the case of the Mishnah talking about The reason why the husband can't do it Is because he's not in a position to support Okay, so when he's the business of support for sure. it belongs to the what? Uh, well, she didn't get? She didn't get nothing? She's not gonna get mizonot. That's anyway, what you want. You want you want him to have the masei adai. That, that's for sure. We're not gonna say she's not worse than an Avid, by the way. So therefore, uh, you have no proof on, uh, on this point of Ravun Amarab. So Gemara says, ebishi en anizonet ma'ida mimra." If she's not getting mizonot, what's the case with the hadush of the mishnah? You telling me that why? she's not getting mizonot? And I need the Mishnah to tell me that if he makes her maasiyadim Mekdesh, it's not hal. Of course, the poor lady, you, you're not giving him mizonot. now you want to see why her well, maasiyadim is not hal either? If she's not getting mizonot, of course the maasiyadim belongs to her. Why do I need the mishnat to tell, tell me that? So the gemara says, Even according to the opinion that says, "Yachol harav lo mar a guy is able to tell his evit kenani. ve'eni He'll have to tell you Work for me And I'm not going to feed you He loses on both sides I want your work And you're not getting fed That only works when an Abit can make such a deal It doesn't say that you have to treat him As an equal But Abit Ivri That uh, says you got to treat him like an equal You can't uh, t- You can't take his work And not feed him all the more so you can't treat your wife that way, which means there's no question that you're going to say that I'm not feeding you, but the Maasai belongs to me. The wife is not worse than an Ebn the Da'vri. So therefore, we're back to the question. The Mishnah's case at this point, I can tell you story about the husband is not supporting his wife. Oh, he's not supporting his wife, uh, so that's why the Maasai belongs to the wife. And since the Masiyah belongs to the wife in that case, that's why he cannot make it Higdish. The Gemara says, That's the case in the Mishnah. It doesn't make sense to say that. It's pashoot. Uh, because course he cannot make it Higdish. What do you want to tell me? That he's not going to feed her and the Masiyah belongs to him? Well, you're making the wife like an Ibn Kanaani? So the Gemara says, You're right. it's Sifa You're right. There's no Hidush in the Nisha. You know what the Hadush of the Mishnah was? It was the setup to get to the end of the Mishnah. The end of the Mishnah is the Hiddush. What's the end of the Mishnah say? Motar. Rabbi Meir Omer Hiddish, Sub-Yuharranat-Sandar Omer Kullin. Let's show what was the last case of the Mishnah. Where the husband makes, not Ma'asiyah uh, Dayim Hiddish, where he makes the Motar egdesh What's the Motar egdesh the extra money that uh, after the Maasiya, I mean, says, it's Ignis. What did the Bimi'ir say? The Bimi'ir said, it's Ignis. So the Hindusha of the Mishnah is that the Motar really belongs to the husband. Why does the Motar belong to the husband? Because he's paying for it. How's he's paying for it? Because yeah. he's giving it the dinar. So the Hindusha of the Mishnah is that Motar belongs to the husband. You're right. The first part of the Mishnah that he can't make an Ignis on Maasiya daim. Of course he cannot make it, he's not feeding her. why would I think he can, you're right, Pashut, it's set up to get the case number two of motal and what's the Hadush over here, that, um, there is a Hadush over here by the way, the Hadush over here as we're going to see is Al-Ibadah Meir, and even though the case of the Mishnah is where he's not, uh, uh, supporting guys he's not supporting her still he can make the motar higdish, and we'll see exactly how that works which means the Khawaraf he's not supporting her I understand that the Masih is not his how can, uh, uh, how can the uh, motar be his what's the, what's the logic he can make it higdish. so the Yibaraz is going to say interesting you're right he cannot make the motar higdish in his life because the mutar is not his either but when she dies he inherits the motar. I don't know, when the lady dies, she inherits the mutar. So the Hidush is, according to the Bimi'ir, pay attention, he could say, Hikdesh now, even though right now it doesn't, doesn't work, but it can be pending that once she dies, then already the Motar is going to belong to him, because he gets it as an inheritance. So the chidush is, even though you might call this a classical case of davar shelo ba'la olam. We have a whole question when it comes to Hekdash. Normally the case of Hekdash is you have an item in front of you. Yeah? This guy says that is okay, It's in front of you. But are you allowed to make Hekdash on a situation that did not, did not come yet? That's called, Ha'im Adam Yekhol Haqdish Davar Shilobah La'ulam. Now this would be a case, a classic case of being Magdish Davar. Shilobah La'ulam. Which means she didn't die yet. She's still alive. The motar belongs to when she's alive. Hers, of course, because the whole, whole case he's is not even giving up this or not. So it all belongs to her. And the and says, oh, I'm uh, making your motar uh, hegdesh." So what does the dean say? The dean says, hegdesh, hegdesh, is only going to hit the Harmita when it's in his possession. Oh, so therefore the Bible is teaching me Adam yakhol lakdish shelo ba la'udam And uh, that's uh, that's what it's like now It should be noted It should be noted It should be noted That This is uh, the understanding This is the understanding Of Ravuna in the name of Rav if you remember Avuna, in the name of God said that really the Mahasiain belongs to who? Belongs to the wife. She's able to say, Don't give me the mezonot, keep me my Okay? So it belongs to her. So therefore you have to explain the end of the Mishnah when the Bimi says by the motar, the Motar also really belongs to the to the wife. Okay? Because she's not feeding her. Without feeding us, so technically the motar belongs to him, to Aye, Ay, how can it be hikdesh then? You have to say the hikdesh is going to be hal, after me, when it does belong to the husband. the adush is that he's able to do it now for the future. To that, the Gemara says, ufliga <laughs> dirishtakish. This derech is arguing on the Why, well, what did Shtakish say? Damar <laughs> Don't learn to be me like that. Don't learn to be meir and say the reason why he's saying the Since the husband can force her and say, Give me your Ma'ase yadayim. Rabbi Rishtakish learns different than Rav. Rishtakish learns that the Maaseh Yadayim belongs to the husband. He can actually tell her, you have to give me the Maaseh Yadayim. So therefore, It's not the verse, because since he's able to say, I want your ma'asiyah So therefore, even though the ma'asiyah didn't come to the world yet nothing yet, Not the ma'asiyah is here, not the motar is here, nothing came yet It's uh, something in the future, it's not the future Because since he could demand it, it's as if he's saying Whatever your hands produce are mine, and the hands are in the world well. Understand? The, our hands are here So therefore, it's, it's ma'olam, which means the shtakish understands a little differently According to the first way of understanding, the husband cannot say Give me the Daim. Because according to the first way of learning, mizonot is to our advantage And really the uh, ma'asiyadayim belongs to the wife He cannot tell, give me your ma'asiyadayim She can come along and say, I'm keeping it So therefore, since keeping it, then you have to already explain the end of the Mishnah That you're coming out to the Mishnah, because really it's hers So I was in Agnesh, after she dies it's Higdash, oh, the Basul mm-hmm. Balalla. This Sakishna is differently. No, oh. no, no. Mahasiyyadim really belongs to the husband. Haraya, He holds the husband can tell the wife, you give me the Mahasiyyadim. It's mine. <laughs> oh, it's yours. Oh, so if it's yours. <laughs> so now when the when the, when the when the when the husband says in the Mishnah that, for example, Motar is Igdesh, but, but it's not here yet. It doesn't matter. Since he can force her to give it to him, <laughs> not only Maasi Adam and Motar, you have to say both of them, you can force to give it. So therefore, it's as if he's saying what? Your hands. What your hands, but the hands are here. What your hands are accomplishing, I get. So the Gibra says, yeah, one problem, but. Gabras says, V'halo Amar. V'halo Amar la akhi. But, 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 but he didn't say that, but. His language was, <coughs> the Motar. Is this He didn't say your hands are Which It's very nice for the used to read into the Mishnah and say it's not talking about a futuristic item, it's talking about something that's in the present, your hands that are there, beautiful. But the, the guy didn't say that. Which if the Mishnah would have said in a case where the guy says very nice. But the guy said Motar, the, the the extra money. He didn't say anything about our hands. He's talking about the money. The money's not here yet. So we we have to understand the B meir is of the opinion that says like this: In Adam Batala. When a guy talks, he doesn't he doesn't talk stam. If something comes out of his mouth, he doesn't waste his words. You always have to say whenever a person says something, you give it definition. You don't just say uh, it's Stuyot what he said. Can I give you an example? There's a mishnah in Eilchim. You know, a guy can come along and say, I want to give my uh, value to the Beit HaMikdash. And the Torah gives us a value. According to the age of the person, that's the value, right? The value starts from one month old. The Torah does not put a value on somebody that's less than a month. Less than a month, there's no Eirik. Good? The Bimi'ir has a case. Guys are sitting, and uh, there's a kid less than one month uh, old uh, sitting in front of them, right? So he comes along and says, D- "I want to pay to the beta Migdash the erich of this kid. The kid's less than a month. So, so if, if you're going to say that a guy says things the Batala, that means it's not, he said nothing, and therefore he doesn't got to pay a penny because uh, the kid's less than a month. But if you say, and we do say this, that according to me in Adam what he meant was to say is he knows that there's no erich for a guy uh, kid less than a month. What he means mm-hmm. to say is demi alai." I want to donate to the Beit HaMikdash my value. Not value of Erech, but my value of you. If I'm sold as an Erech, how much i be able to get for that money? I want to get that to the Beit HaMikdash. What are you reading into his words? He didn't say that. You know that Because a person does not just say words according to the that are meaningless words. We'll answer it up, we'll explain it in order to give credence or in order to give meaning of consequence to his words. That's shita. adam so that's what the Mishnah. Once you know the Bimir holds in Adam the What are you saying? The Mishnah, Motar is uh, going to be Hagnish. What do you mean, Motar, gonna Motar is going to be Hagnish? Motar's didn't come to the world yet. In Adam Magdish Davar Shlo Bahulam. Ella must be what he really meant was the hands that are here. That's going to be like this. When your hands produce, and the hands are there, when is going to say, "I know he didn't say it, but it's as if he said it." Because if you don't read into his words, he said nothing. Because then he's saying something that is futuristic. So the Gemara says, "He didn't say it." Yikdishu yadecha. They all say him beautiful. So now let's go slow. Mishtaqish is holding like this. En Adam Magdish Davar Shilobah Laolam. That's a fact. He wants to say. And, the of them, and, and, and what's, what's the case of the Mishnah? The guy came along, husband said, Motar Hikdish. What do you mean, Motar Hikdish? There's no Motar over here. Chirin, chirin, the only way to get Motar Hikdish means the Motar belongs to the, to the husband. Because according to the B. the husband could say, I'm getting your Masiyadan. The husband could force her, give me the Masiyadan. Good. So it belongs to the husband. Oh, so it belongs to the husband. But it, but she didn't she, she didn't uh, she didn't get it yet she didn't she, she doesn't have it yet. So the Gemara says, no, the case is talking about where he comes along and says, no, your, your handiwork, which means uh, the stuff that your hands produce, that belongs to me. Okay, and that that's about that. the hands are there. The, the 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 means that she supports herself is in the world. Oh, very good. So Daim is good. He didn't say it. It's it's as if he said it. So the Gemara says, well, wait, only one problem. The only problem is, the only problem is like this. The problem is going to be like this. The beam he holds, a person can be magneesh, uh, a person can do something even though it does not come to the world yet. How do you know that? This question is Shakiish. I'm going to read you the Gemara. Gemara. Sorry, yeah. well, always like that? Guy tells a lady, I'll be married to you If I convert. We didn't convert yet. That, that's the vashalubal haolam again. it didn't come to the world yet. Or. La hash that or after you convert, the hash is Tahrid. Is After I get free, the hash is or after you get free, La hash I would balech. After your husband dies, or she tamut or oh, after your sister dies, he's married to a sister. He can't marry two sisters. When, uh, when his wife dies, your sister, then I'll be married to you. <laughs> or oh, I'll marry you after you make halitsah. She felt that you moved to somebody. After the brother-in-law makes uh, halitsah to you, I'll be mekudeshet. The bimiromer, So you see what? You can't be making something that uh, did not yet come to the world yet. All these things didn't happen yet. So the Gabbana answers, you're right. But mehahi... In, yes, from that case of Kedushin, you clearly see that you can't be magdishtavash of Allah ma'ala olam. But from our Mishnah, you have no proof. Which means, if you ask me, what's the be shita according to the truth? Yes, Adam yachol magdishtavash of Allah ma'ala olam. You see clearly from the case of kiddushin, The guys are going. He's saying, after I convert. He didn't convert yet. But you see, he can do things for the future. All the Shlachish was saying, don't bring me a proof from our Mishnah that he holds like that. Because the only way to bring a proof from our Mishnah is to say like this. That what, I'll tell you that the, the other way we learned is what? That the mutar really belongs uh, to, the, uh, to the wife. Mm-hmm. That was the first way we learned. The mutar belongs to the wife. Right? Mm-hmm. And the only way he can make an Ignesh, because maybe it says it's Ignesh. You have to and say it's died. pending until after he dies. She dies, she <laughs> dies. <laughs> after she dies, I'm sorry, when he inherits. And therefore you're working the Mishnah with the Davar uh, Shilobar All the like, was saying, don't bring me a proof. I could learn the Mishnah differently. <laughs> don't, don't get involved with Davar Shilobar I can tell you the Mishnah is talking about a simpler case. That what? We're going to court the opinion that says, really the, ma'as, the Ma'asiyah Adam and the Mu'tah really belongs to the husband. What's the proof? Because the like, Shtakish says the husband can force the wife... To give him the dime That means ikar tekana is what masiyadim go to the husband. Oh, if that's the case, so therefore it's not that over. Oh, but, but there's no she didn't make any dime yet, and she didn't make any um, any motar yet. So give what I said, oh, and that's uh, so it is the Mashiach of Aulam. Rabbi Ishqi mean, will tell you, no. Mm-hmm. It's saying, Maasiyah Dayikh, which means your hands, I get whatever is from your uh, hands. I should not say it, as it is a fee. said. Baruch Anwar Ali Aulam. <laughs> amen, amen.